on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast with one week away from E3, we talk about what's on the schedule and what we think Microsoft, Nintendo, and maybe Sony might have in store for this year's Electronics Entertainment Expo. How's that all going to turn out? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Liberal with... Beto Sparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome, everyone, to another week of Third Party Controller Podcast, the podcast you come to for all the gaming news, topics, and stuff to look forward to in the gaming world. We've been away for a while, but we're back doing what we do. Got some stuff to talk about, so we're going to get right to it. But before we do... Bethel, you got a doggy. I did. You want to talk yeah. about it? Huh? You want to talk about your doggy? She's awesome. She's, she's, I don't know, she's fucking awesome. She's potty trained, so I don't have to worry about her shitting all over my house. I just wake up in the morning, go outside, she poops and pees, come back in, I feed her, and I go to sleep for a couple hours, and then I walk her. And Bethel adopted, he did not shop, so good for him. <laughs> I, I did the fucking right thing. I'm a, I'm better than all of you. Well, not and, Joe. And, I mean, Joe. Joe adopted his too. So. Yeah, and but also, but Beto also adopted a breed that is misunderstood and has bad bad stigma. He got himself a pit bull, a pibble, as I like to say now. A pibble. Pibble. Yeah. I, uh, it, it, like it doesn't even bark. It just goes dale. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she's fucking awesome, dude. I I, I love her. She's uh. It's like I I I started it was meant to be, wasn't it? Huh? Like it was meant to be. You saw her and you're like, I want that dog. And I'd been looking through Sparks, uh, Sparks, the uh, animal shelter here in Santa Paula. I'd been looking through their uh, through their just adoptable dog, the dogs that are up for for adoption. And like for like years, I was like, I want a dog. And like I just never bit bit the bullet until I saw her. I was like, she's awesome. I love her. And then I I put in the application and I got it. And uh. I'm happy I did because she's fucking, she's awesome. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I walk around the neighborhood and they're like, "Hey, that's a nice dog." I was like, "Yeah, like, fuck yeah, it is." <laughs> <laughs> All aggressive to them. <laughs> I fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> you you uh you said that she's good with people, but other dogs no. Smaller dogs, she like it's weird. She she's. She's kind of a pussy. <laughs> she would bark at them from far away, but when they're close, she like she like kind of go out to them. She'll be she it's, won't be. Hmm? It's also funny too because like you have to understand too like they a lot of times the the um, shelters will say that, but they're not even that sure. So that's one thing you can test out on your own like slowly. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes they're like, oh yeah, it's not good with kids or good with. But like it's just basically going off of like a broad observation. They really yeah. sometimes don't really. Um, they don't know they shit. Don't take, they don't have the. They don't have the time. Is really yeah. to really gauge whether that's true. They just have to go off of by what they see. Yeah. So sometimes you'd be surprised, like how how some dogs are. But I mean, you always you always want to be you want to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like earlier today. I took her out. I took her out for a walk, and there's the kids around the neighborhood. They always play like 
there's like a little grass area out here by by my house. And then they saw her. I was like, oh, it's a nice dog. They're like little fucking seven, eight year old kids. And like, can I can I pet it? And I was just like, oh, I don't know, because they said they're not good with kids. She's well, not. And, some, and sometimes it's as simple as just her being like, if it's a dog that likes to climb on people or jump at people, it's not even that they're like, uh, like she's like a dangerous to like kids. But it's more like, well, she's gonna knock the kids knock down. The kid you know, down. Like, yeah, it's not really like, oh, she's gonna bite them. It's yeah. just one of those things like that. She does jump on people, but I'm, I'm like getting kinda, yeah. like getting yeah. overly excited and might like. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. how you would see a little dog, like my dogs, when you come in, sometimes they climb at you like that. Just yeah. picture a bigger dog doing that to a Dude, kid, and you're like, yeah, you're gonna knock the kid down. Yeah. It's gonna... But yeah, like they, they're like, can I pet her? And I was kind of like cautious about it. I was like, uh, yeah, let's let's. Let's try it out. If they bite your hand, it's not one of my nieces. Let's go. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. I heard like with any dog, really. I mean, one that's like barking the shit. Like it looks like it's gonna bite you. No, but with some dogs, you approach it with like your hand out, so it smells you, and then you can pet. Yeah, it's always better like hand down. Usually, it's I've heard it's like you know palm down or something like that, and not really to touch, not to reach touch, but just like put the hand in the way so they can sniff you a little bit, and then. And then sometimes that's all you want to do. Just at first, it's like, hey, get the scent, cool, yeah. cool, cool. And then, you know, a lot of times it's you, you, uh, especially with a dog you don't know, you want to actually wait for it to come to you. You'll see yeah. a lot of people do that. They don't actually, you know, and that's why a lot of kids and stupid adults get bit and get on, you know, because they, they, they're just like, hey, you should be, you know, they just go and they want, they want to touch. It's like yeah. that's not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Well, they like, uh, like they, they recommend a lot of places recommend like a lot of. With any, pretty much any animal, they say to approach it from a side and not directly. Yeah. That's kind of like intimidating. That scares them and they'll fucking, might attack. Yeah, because you have to think too, like most, most, especially with adults, most adults are bigger, you know, so dogs, yeah. you know, they don't know how to, to respond. But yeah, she's, she's been, she's been great. She's a little lazy. <laughs> All right. So you guys ready to do this? Yeah. Do Let's this get going. Now. Beto. Hey, suffer. Hey. Finished uh, Resident Evil Village. Yay! Uh, a little late. I, I, I would have been. It would have been nice to be part of the episode last week. I haven't listened to it because I don't want to spoil it. But... I know. I was. I was trying to wait for you. I wanted. I was gonna to... mess around. I was gonna mess around and be like, let me let me send you something, uh, so you can add to it, and oh. it'd just be like a, a five second thing. Like it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> saying that, yeah. but it's. Uh, I played it. It. Um, it was. Is nowhere near as scary as seven. It's more action oriented than uh, scary. Like the beginning, like there's some parts that are like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. But nothing. I think the reviews made it seem like that too. Like they were like, it's not really as scary, but definitely. Yeah. There's still like more action. You do it more, more in the beginning than anything. After that, it was, uh, I guess it was tense because you didn't want to die. It's more that, more that, more of that. But throughout the whole thing, it's it's it was a it was a fun game. I, I really I liked it a lot. Like I I want to play through it again because it was, I had so much fun with it. But the the boss fights weren't too hard. They're they're all pretty easy compared to like a to seven. But the boss fights were they're they're still fun. 
but there was certain a certain type of uh, it's like a mini bus that was a lot of fun. The one with the uh, I don't want to spoil it, but I was like, there's there's a certain mini mini bus in in the game that you fight several times. It's it's a. I, I just want to say, like, I know the bosses in seven damn near gave me a heart attack that time. It's just for not not just for not that they were even that hard, but just for how fucking tense they were. Yeah, like uh, um, the one with the baker dad. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, man, that shit was. I mean, it took me a while to beat that, and mm. it wasn't like like it, <laughs> as I was going through that, I was just like, "This taking an it seemed like it was taking an obscenely long time. It really didn't." But I think it just had more to do with the the nervous factor of it. Yeah. Anything yeah. like that, or not? It's not really like that. Uh, no. They're they're actually they're more straightforward in a way. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Okay. Like I mean, you just you just pretty like like all Resident Evil games pretty much have a shoot this part of the body so you can kill it. Sometimes it changes so you can kill that. Like just keep shooting that. It makes it a tiny bit harder. But it was it was a lot. They were a lot easier than than a seven but is but i mean but the whole game was a lot of fun man like i i i really enjoyed it it's mm-hmm. it's definitely worth the worth playing it like it's it took me like what 11 hours to beat yeah it was a, it was it was a dope game i i i'm i'm looking forward to the next one hopefully they keep they don't do like uh i mean because this is kind of feels like i never played it but it kind of feels like resident evil 4 if I mean, if history repeats itself, hopefully it's not like five and <laughs> seven, you know, and five and six rather. But yeah, I mean, they they kind of uh, found a nice spot right now. Capcom with with the uh, with Resident Evil, it's been it's it, it's a well paced action game so far. So I like the first person view. It's 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 a nice change compared to like the, the other ones. Third person, even two, the remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I played this week. I just I wanted to finish it just so I can I don't just kind of get it over so I can play Yakuza Zero. Yeah, finally can get back into it since I don't know if there I'm gonna be getting anything anytime soon. But yeah, other than that, just just Resident Evil. What about you, Joe? Tofu? Uh, yeah, I really haven't played um, a whole lot of stuff lately. Um, outside of my usual, just you know, playing some league stuff. Um, I did play a little bit more. I did play at some point some more Resident Evil 7 mm-hmm. and still playing that. Uh, I enjoyed it. I'm still enjoying it. It's a good game. It's very tense at times for me. Yeah. I just haven't played one in a long time. And especially with a first person view, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, I can only take it in spite. Where I'm just, so, I, I put it down for a while. So in your face? Which, whatever? Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of that's just, you're like, fuck. It's just like, all right, all right. Let me, you know, just put <laughs> it down for a little bit. Um, trying to think. I'm outside of the house. I already am outside of the house. I did the Baker fight. I'm. I think I'm leading up to the mom. Like getting up to the fight with the mom. Oh, okay. Mar- Marguerite, I think it is. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's a it's a fucking solid game, man. It's just you know, it's, it's, it's like I actually the way the more you, you describe a uh, uh, village, I'm like I can't wait to play that one because. <laughs> more of a break yes. as far in certain things you know what mm-hmm. i mean i mean i'm sure it's still going to be difficult and not you know there's tense moments but just like oh man um uh obviously still playing my leagues i had one of my leagues uh uh a little bit of drama um one of my leagues was erased 
What? I actually thought I got kicked out. I was like, what happened? And then I went on the Discord and the commissioner, one of the main commissioners, like basically the creator league was like, oh, fuck. That's, just, that's all they put on, on Discord. It's like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. And he's just like, and this is like a dude like my age. He's an older guy. But like, he just was like, he became the nine-year-old version. It was like, <gasps> and he's just like, my nephew deleted the league. Well, and right away, someone, a couple of guys are like, oh, well, can you get it back? And then like a couple of people that know, including myself, I didn't say it, but I, the, some, one of them was like, yeah, I ain't coming back. <laughs> and it was like, and the dude was just like, I'm so sorry, guys. I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get in the oh man it was it was a it was a clusterfuck and that's that one league with the um I told, told you guys about with the broadcasting where like they'll do like the live games like, it was that one so oh, it was no. like yeah so it was like fuck so after after some you know they debated it took actually they <laughs> I, I remember he he thought of it and like by that night he had already come up with a solution and he was like because we were gonna do um we were all gonna. Most of us were gonna have new teams for the new game, and he said, "Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna go ahead, and everyone's gonna use their new teams to get used to them for a couple of seasons, for as long as we can get through, and then we'll switch over to the new one, because everyone was already. Well, we might as well just do our use our new teams and get used to them. And then he gave some, um, because everyone was starting with the stock team, he gave everyone some like um, some dev upgrades and like that you could use or buy, and then. Um, yeah, and then he was just like, okay, so, and then like, so like, literally by the next day, it was already in, in play. Like he's like, hey, he sent me a message. He's like, hey, uh, he's just like, hey, and I just like, I just <laughs> kind of being a smartass, I was like, uh, rough night, eh? <laughs> and he just like, <laughs> he's like, I didn't sleep at all, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. But he's just, but I was just like, hey, dude, it happens. Like, I mean, I was yeah. like, I mean, most of the people that were in there were diehards, and it's a pretty good group, so no one was gonna bail so nobody did i was actually surprised like literally nobody bailed a couple of guys were like hey you know what i'm not gonna play what's left here but i'm staying here and i'll be in 122 um so yeah so we got it going again so it's it's you know back on it's a little little hiccup but um other than that like as far as you know gaming goes that's about the biggest thing i uh, news i have um that's it. That's 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 it for me, Jesse. What about you? I played a, a good uh, chunk of games, but I, I think I'm only going to talk about two. I ended up picking up a Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne, the remastered version for PlayStation 4. It was an old PS2 game, part of the Shin Megami Tensei series. And for a lot of people who don't know, Shin Megami Tensei was a manga made into a video game for the Famicom and Super Famicom. And the third one was on the PS2. And then that's what the Shin Megami series uh, Persona spun off from that. So a lot of the enemies and a lot of uh, are are part of the Persona series. And now Persona has kind of outshined Shin Megami where it came from and has been the bigger RPG. But I've always wanted to jump into the Shin Megami games. Technically, we have if you've played like the earlier Personas. But... uh, I was already ready and set for this game to kind of just be like, okay, it's a PS2 game. It's probably not going to look super great. It's probably going to be a little bit slower, a little bit boring. And I was really surprised that I was intrigued. It is a PS2 game. It is looks nicer. It's sharper, of course. And it's super plain. 
right? As in, like, there's not, a, it's not as flashy, colorful as Persona. There's not all kinds of things everywhere. So I, I thought I was going to lose interest, but I was so tied into how the world was, how it built everything, and the art style. Is, it's a little bit darker. It's a darker type of game. But basically, if I understood it correctly, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but the world is ending and your character is caught in between where where everything's getting re kind of purpose like he's in the perfect spot where the whole world ends it's pretty much armageddon but he's safe but you're then in a world that is filled with dead people their spirits and these creatures that i want to say i could be wrong that are kind of taking over the world but you meet these strange people that later on turn you into a demon. So you become a demon. And that's why your character looks all tattooed up and you're a demon. So you have certain abilities, but right now you're just mainly strong. But the turn-based combat aspect of it is... And again, there's probably like Shin Megami Tensei fans that are getting mad that I'm explaining it wrong. But that's kind of what I got from it. But what I like about the combat is it's your standard turn-based, but... Where if you're used to like the persona enemies that you're fighting, you're basically kind of like having them become your partner. You can talk to them to persuade them to come into your group, but they're basically your Pokemon. You capture them or you talk them into being in your party and they fight with you and they evolve like Pokemon. They grow in level and then they evolve. And it was intriguing, but very, it's, it's like difficult where it, I didn't know how to talk to enemies. Uh, and then I had to f look it up to figure it out because the game kind of didn't properly explain it But I still really got into it evolving characters evolving uh, Basically your Pokemon which are the demons, but uh, so far uh, I've been really interested in it I like the art style and it's very dark. It's kind of a downer I was just kind of like oh man It's kind of like oh this is how the world ended and you get turned into a demon and everyone's kind of like I don't know It's it's weird, but I, I was intrigued by it. I was like I wasn't bored because there's sometimes go some games you can like older games you go back to and you're like, fuck the controls are pretty shitty, damn this world is not fun to explore, and I looking at it visually it's beautiful but I I would think I'd get bored but I wasn't, I was intrigued more I kept going because I was fascinated by the world and what was happening, but uh yeah what were you saying Joe sorry. Do you, do you want to know my secret shame? Do you want to know something about me? I don't know if this makes me prejudiced or if this makes me uh, racist, uh, a racist or a bigot. I'm not sure. Huh. So I may have to edit this out. But uh, I generally won't play games that don't have uh, um, translated uh, titles. So like Shin Megami Tensei, I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to play that. <laughs> Really? Persona, sure, because it's Persona. I understand that. Yeah. Yakuza gets a pass because Yakuza is the actual name for the, you know, like the, the Japanese mob. So it's uh -huh. like, yeah, that gets a pass. But it's like Final good. Fantasy, I, I I one time dabbled in those because it's like, <laughs> hey, I understand that. But what, what that is means. it? Shin Megami Tensei? I don't know what that fucking means. So mm. I'm never gonna play it. I. You, does that make me more prejudiced than anything, or what does that make me? I'm not no, sure. It makes you picky. It makes you American. Oh, yeah, cool if I don't That's understand cool. it, I don't like it, right? I'm, I'm just saying, man. I just like I've, I've always seen that series too, and I'm always like, "Shouldn't have gone to Tenta, huh?" Hard pass. Well, it's also you know I understand because I mean, like, it's not your type of game that you like to get into. Well, there's that too. Yeah, yeah I mean, obviously there's that. I I will just say like that game, whether I it's my type of game or not, mm -hmm. a game like that still has a better shot of me trying it 
if it's got a westernized name. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but if it's like Shin Megan Tense. <laughs> what what uh, if, Joe? Joe, do you like Ninja? That actually sounds like a good title, though. Ninja Gaiden is a Japanese may, name. Shit may get tense. I'd be like, ooh, that sounds interesting. Ninja Gaiden? Yeah, but ninja itself is like, a, like that's like an American word for like ninja, right? Ninja Gaiden. Um, Gaiden I just, that, that get, that, that's lucky because I, I, I it's Gaiden is what is it mean again? Ninja Gaiden. Gaiden, Gaiden. means side story. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, no. I was thinking Gaijin, which is a foreigner. <laughs> do you want to know? Gaijin. Do you want to know what uh, Shimagami Tensei stands for, Joe? Yes, I do actually, because I don't know. <laughs> Rebirth slash reincarnation of the goddess. That's a badass name. That's a like pretty cool fucking name. Yeah, what did you call that? Like, remember uh, Melty Blood actress again? What? Yeah, yeah. The fight. There's a yeah. fighting, the fighting game, game called, called Melty, Blood. Melty Blood Actress again. Oh, actress. I, I, I Dance yeah, or that. some shit like that. There's all kinds of different types. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's. A, they Americanized it. They literally like. It sounded like they just translated it from whatever the literal. Yeah, translation, translation it was, and I was like, <laughs> I appreciate that. I was like, yeah, I'd play that. Joe, I appreciate that. You know, I'm buying it. Uh, but yeah, no, um, I dug it. I, I was really in, I'm really into it, and I was surprised. I thought I was going to be like, oh, okay, this is cool, and all right, uh, yeah, this is a PS2 game, but so far, I've enjoyed it. I hear it gets really hard later on, so I'm not looking forward to that, but uh, I'm digging it right now. Is I got too strong to the point where I can't get certain enemies because I hit them in one punch, and I think oh. it's like Pokemon where you have to lower their health. Yeah. And then you can talk them into it, but since I'm already super strong because I didn't know how to do it, I can't yeah. get certain ones, so I'm like, fuck. You can't even like do a one hit where it leaves 1%? Yeah, no. Oh. Maybe there's a way, but uh, I'm, I probably have to do something else. But like so far, I noticed that it's not that... It doesn't do such a great job of completely explaining everything, or maybe I missed something. Uh, but yes. what I was surprised with is a lot of the dialogue is actually voice acted. So, uh, um... That was a pleasant surprise. I was like, oh, shit. That's cool. But it's cool. I, I, I'm digging that one. Um, next game I played, and I was really excited when they announced it, and they announced the date for it, and then there was rumors that there was going to be a free PlayStation Plus game for this month, and that was Virtual, Virtual Fighter Five Final Showdown. And it's free for the PlayStation Plus. I am a huge virtual fighter fan i really enjoy the series so I'm, i was excited that it was coming out but even more excited that it was free on playstation plus and then going through it playing online against people and playing and like streaming it playing with against other people it is it's fun i'm so happy that they made it a free playstation plus game because i think virtual fighter as a series needs to have that game it needs it needed to be playstation plus so people jump into it because you can't get a series going if you not saying that you you can't do this but like for something that's been gone for so long it's been 15 years since there's been a new virtual fighter game that it's kind of hard to get an introduction to people and tell them hey trust us buy this game and play in this community where you can already have this built-in community there's so many people are going to start playing this are playing this right now because it's free and trying it out and that's it's such a better place for that game series to be in right now but i'm enjoying it gameplay is awesome this one, the Yakuza team, they're using the, the Dragon Engine that they made. So the Yakuza games, it's using the Raigugaku uh, fighting game or the engine 
for Virtual Fighter, so the game looks even more beautiful than it did in the past. And then I found out too that a lot of the team that worked on Virtual Fighter, when that ended, they moved over to work with the team that made Yakuza. So a lot of the original Virtual Fighter team, a good chunk of them are are, are part of it. So they kind of took this and and ran with it and and you know as much as like yeah i would have wanted a virtual fighter 6 i'm kind of happy that they did this and it's kind of giving people a taste of it and hopefully it gets big enough to where they're like okay we're gonna put money in making a, the next one making virtual fighter 6 but i'm having a blast virtual fighter has always played good and uh digging it i'm really enjoying it and the online's okay it's not great it's not rollback netcode but uh, it's delayed base net code, which could be a positive or negative depending on your experience. But I'm digging it. Virtual Fighter's fucking dope, and I enjoy it. I paid $10 for the, the DLC pack to get you all the Polygon characters and all the costume stuff and, and the music. And I don't know. It was, it was worth it. I had so much fun just playing it that one day. I was like, oh, okay, I'll pay for this. It's real cool. I think it's a really good game. Like I've played Virtual Fighter. Um I think I've played it that, that uh, several of the versions of five. Um, it's a good game. I just, yeah, for whatever reason, I don't think that game just like it's it's a. I would almost call it like a purist game, but but even but it's not like you know it's not a difficult. It's really not a difficult game to get mm-hmm. into. It's it, but it's hard to master. It's, it's definitely one of those games that's very that's hard to master, but has a um, there's a curve to it. Yeah. But I just think you know the. Like really, and I know it sounds funny. It's like Virtual Fighter is like the fighting game version of like, like that's what Gran Turismo is to racing. That's what Virtual Fighter is. It's mm-hmm. this, like pristine thing that like it's great, but generally missing a lot of the bells and whistles that the modern typical fan likes and wants. And I think sometimes it gets a little overlooked because of it. I think that's what benefits it though right now with it being a free PlayStation Plus game. Oh yeah, because there's course. not that barrier of entry, and and. It is something that you could learn, but like, it doesn't have any of the flashy things like that are in Tekken or Street Fighter with the fireballs, Hadoukens, sharp harpoon pins, and all that stuff. It's just actual martial arts, and that's what's really cool. And it's there's so much to learn to learn the nuances of certain things, but just jumping right in, it's just three buttons: it's guard, punch, and kick, and then certain directions yeah. on 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 the controller. But I don't know, man. Like just. Me getting excited, wanting to get better at like blocking, you know, like the thing that you get really cool with or or really intense when you get into fighting games is just being able to read your opponent and having those moments where you can just block because you know what their combination is probably going to be blocking their whole combination and then pretty much countering what they're doing. That type of stuff is what gets exciting and gets like your I don't know for me like your blood pumping it reminds me of the best times in Street Fighter any any fighting game you know so I don't know I think yeah. it's it's a, it's a smart move how they're doing it but yeah I understand what you're saying Joe um, but it's been such a long time for Virtual Fighter man but I'm I'm glad that a lot of people are looking at looking at this and getting excited you know yeah but fun fun stuff you guys should uh, download it it's it's I'm I'm really enjoying it it's good but yeah um well. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit.
so not much in new well some new stuff has happened in the past couple of weeks but we missed a lot of it that conversation has kind of passed us by so if it comes up we'll talk about it but there are a few things i wanted to talk to you guys about there have been some announcements in video games but some delays and let's talk about it games like king of fighters 15 has been delayed to the quarter one of 2022 but we also heard that god of war 2 was delayed to 2022 now how we've always said all of us were kind of used to delays we actually prefer delays you know uh more so a game could be better you know a delay is better for a game than a you know a rush game that's shitty but like with everything god of war people are uh, upset sending death threats and blaming certain individuals that oh. because you're in the studio you are the reason why it got delayed and i hope you get gang raped die whatever just, the usual shit what jesse can you clarify are those death threats or death threats death 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 ah, death dead okay yeah did i say death yeah. sorry my bad um uh, but uh what are your guys' um opinions on that um i think people are stupid <laughs> really that's that's all i have to say yeah like, you know if the game ain't coming out it ain't coming out it mm -hmm. ain't gonna end my world i don't know why people make such a fucking like like you know it's probably gonna piss off some people but like if the only thing you want to do is like send death threats because the game isn't gonna come out when you want it get a fucking life dude go outside <laughs> go do something like mm -hmm. you know what i mean like go play something else it's not gonna be the end of the world it's yeah. really stupid when people say shit like that so, you know, I don't know. I, I just think a lot of that, I hear a lot of that, and it's just dumb. What about you, Beto? Yeah, I feel the same way. I think it's stupid to complain about shit that, I mean, it's it's not really in anybody's control. Like, they're, they're, they try to get it out on time. They can't. I'd rather them delay it than have a cyberpunk situation. And they, they need, everybody needs to learn from that shit. Yeah, and, and I think I like that you said that because a lot of people pointed that out. It's like, hey, we just had this happen. A game that got rushed was shit, and you got mad that it should have been delayed. They should have worked on it, and the game should have been not rushed to market to just meet some sort of sales demand. But you would think, oh, after this, maybe more people will kind of calm down. More people will understand, hey, a delay is an actual good thing. But we didn't get that. You know, and then it's... Yeah, I don't know, man. People just their react people's reactions to shit. It's also overblown now, mm -hmm. and a lot of it is just hyperbole. It's over. It's just over exaggerations. Um, death threats, yeah. really. People send death threats because death threats are an easy thing to send over Twitter or uh, via yeah. email or stuff like that. It, it no longer takes a lot of work to send a death threat, death threat to someone, so people take that to their advantages. Um, it's stupid. I did think the one thing, like not even going about that, but the one thing that was interesting was hearing that that, that now that the game's going to come out for uh, on PS4. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's what I wanted to kind of jump into yeah, as well. I figured you were going to do that. Um, is God of War 2 and Gran Turismo 7 are both coming out for the PlayStation 4 and PS5. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, good luck with uh, Gran Turismo loading on the PS4. <laughs> yeah, I, I I've read a couple of different articles about that, and I and I do want to say that it really does lead. I really feel like Sony's got a lot of mixed messages mm -hmm. about this console gen. Um, where like initially it was like we're looking to the future, you know, like yeah, some games are gonna be out, but now it's sounding like more and more games that you thought were really gonna be 
you know, PS PS5 exclusive mm-hmm. are now being, you know, brought for the PS4. And that's great for people that have PS4s, you know, and that's not knocking that at all, so long as the game runs. Mm-hmm. But ever different things like well if you're like and I think Jesse you brought this up before too, like well if you're if your PS4 is your base and you gotta create for it, that takes away some of the re- the um development, you know, like for making your PS5 version you know, as great as it can be, mm-hmm. you know, you're taking consent of that money, but you brought that up before. And, and I think it's true. Um, that, that that's, that's something that's going to happen. And that, that's something that I think Microsoft already, you know, is well aware of and Microsoft is already dealing with. I just think it's really interesting that like a lot of these things, and again, I'm not, I'm not knocking Sony at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- we went from a generation and, and granted like sales wise there's no like there's nothing to lead me to worry like sony isn't worried but it just seems like we're in the last generation you seemed like a lot of the stuff that microsoft was doing was basically as an answer to what sony had already done mm-hmm. or like kind of like you know like trying to keep up with sony in certain aspects and now this generation it's almost it's a little bit of the opposite where it's like you see sony kind of sort of you know like making their moves based off of what 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 people may perceive as a move that was smart on Microsoft's um, uh, part. Mm-hmm. It, again, that has nothing to do with sales. You know, overall sales, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it would seem like the PS... Like, it, it certainly seems like both consoles are doing fine. So this isn't some like, oh my God, we got to do this because if not, our we're never going to catch... It's not even like that. But I'm just saying, like, I do see a lot of the moves that PlayStation makes now seems to be more reactionary to what microsoft has already done and it's not it, it doesn't mean anything it's not like saying you know i'm not saying oh, <laughs> sony sucks i'm just it's just an observation you know that i just was like oh, yeah, it's kind of interesting oh i also forgot sorry horizon forbidden west is also ps4 playstation 5 too that's interesting because that's a game that's yeah. well, the- to me that was already pushing the fucking ps4 to its limits yeah and now to know that, well, it's going to still come out on the PS4, I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, no, I'm just saying, like, as you said, like, whenever, when, you know, when Sony was, when, when basically when uh, Microsoft was like, all our games are going to be available on all our consoles are scalable, everyone was like, oh, I don't know, you know, I don't want to say everyone, but I mean, you know, people were worried, like, well, then how are we really going to get a great version of the game? And, yeah. you know, Sony kind of, you know, initially was like, nah, that's why we're focusing on that, but... You know, and you know, I could be wrong. Maybe they are. Maybe they're just allocating more funds for a PS. You know, for the the last gen versions of stuff. But we don't know. But it does seem interesting that, like I said, they keep continuing to make these somewhat reactionary like moves based off of the things that Microsoft has already done. Well, I think it's- a lot of it too has to. Well, when I heard this that it was that like God of War, Gran Turismo Seven, and Horizon. Uh, Forbidden West are all coming to PS4 and PS5. Um, I thought like, oh, so development started on PS4 first before maybe they had any any of the information they had on like PS5 because it takes years for these games to come out to be made. Um, but I, I mean, I was a bit like, oh man, that's like having the console. Not a lot of people have PS5s. Yeah. Um, I understand what they're doing. And I understand maybe, yeah, they, they were working on PS4 and like, okay, now we're going to do this for the PS5 version, maybe better loading, better textures, stuff like that. But since they started on the base PS4, and again, this is just a guess, they could release it on both, whatever. 
But ha- all of us having a PS5s, and I know a lot of people don't have PS5s, I'm kind of like, I don't care. I want a PS5 version. Kind of bummed that we're not going to get the the completely made from the ground up PS5 version of God of War, Gran Turismo 7, or uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I kind of think of it in a petty your, way. Like, well, I got it, so fuck those other people. Your, your mentality is exactly like my mentality some of our Madden leagues were like, yeah, you know, starting with Madden 22, it's PS5 only, guys. We're making the Switch. And then some of them are like, oh, I haven't gotten mine yet. And I'm like, yeah, well, fuck it. That's tough. I don't give Man. a shit about you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad that it sucks to be you. Should have should have woken up early that morning and yeah. hit, that, hit that buy button. Like, I think I had mentioned it here before, but uh, playing Resident Evil Village, there's a P- it's on PS4 and PS5. And like, it fast loading on ps5 it looks good and i'm the game isn't a bad looking game whatsoever at all it's a great looking game but i was like what would have been a ground up from the ground up version of mm-hmm. resident evil village looked you know again still would have looked as good as this maybe a bit more i don't know but there is that thing in the back of my head like where's the specific console one you know that takes advantage of these new ones and that was the always the quite that was always the thing too. Like when Microsoft made their announcement, like all these games are available for all of their, you know, for every version of the Xbox series, it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, now you're not going to get that. Now yeah. It just seems to now it's really just seeming like yeah, Sony's just doing the same thing. So now you're going to get these games that, although like you say, look good, leaves you wondering what if. Yeah. <laughs> and um. Yeah, I don't know. What about you, Beto? What do you think on these? Um, I mean, I get what they're doing. It's still early in the in the PS5's console life, but I feel like they, they, if they really want to get a head start, they should start working on making some like sp- games specifically made for the PS5. Mm-hmm. That's all really just. I feel like if if they don't, I don't know. I feel like they're already kind of off to a slow start. Even though Microsoft isn't isn't really, it's kind of like in the same position. But I feel like these consoles need to make a make a, a run for uh, I don't know, just to, to I guess to lead the, uh, the this console generation so they can uh... well, and I think really the onus is on Sony though on this because like you know Microsoft for the most part has laid out its cards it's mm-hmm. basically been like yeah we're a scalable you know we're about game pass we're about scalability this mm-hmm. is this was always a chance for PlayStation to be like okay well that's great that's what you guys do we're about creating the new, new, the newest and greatest experiences with the technology that we have. Mm-hmm. And now it seems like they're stepping away from that. You know, this could boil down to simply, like people have talked about, uh, the parts shortage and them just knowing, you know what, our console is going to be hard to t- to find even into 2021, 2022. Mm-hmm. So why are we going to focus on just a version of a game that? for a console that not enough people have yeah it could totally just be that we don't know mm-hmm. um and if it is it's an understandable thing but still like you said like it does take away from like oh damn i thought this was going to be where we got the most you know advanced uh technologically advanced you know apps games you know yeah um they had a state of play for horizon forbidden west and uh, i talked about it on this show i played the first horizon zero dawn I dug it, but I couldn't get. I didn't give a shit about Aloy, 
I didn't give a shit about the story, really. I liked the world. I understood where things were coming from. And you know what? I try to, like, tiptoe around this. And I just don't want to be a dick, but I'm, I'm just going to say it. I, I felt Ashley Birch as Aloy. I mean, again, she she's it's a new character. It wasn't good, man. I don't. She's, she's I like. Really... I didn't like. I didn't like it, man. Nothing on Ashley Birch, man. I like. I like. I like her. I just. I just. Yeah. I. I mean. I don't. Like. I. 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 Don't think she's a horrible voice actress, but. And again, it could be the voice director giving her, like, uh, like do this, do that. You know, I, the blame isn't solely on her, but, I did not care about Aloy or what she had to do, and a lot of like. The story in in Horizon Zero Dawn, I didn't give a shit about. But there were moments where I'm like, man, you know, some of the gameplay is really good. I hope they they fix this part of it. I hope they do this. And I was really impressed with how layered that game was, as in how big and multi-layered Gorilla made that game. It was impressive, but got boring um, for me. That when the state of play came out for Horizon... um, forbidden west i didn't i didn't care to watch it i was like you know what who who? i don't i don't care about the series i'm not even gonna get this game but then i had some time to kill i'm like you know what? i'm gonna watch it it's like 15 minutes and they did everything that i wanted them to do better traveling it looked like the combat was really fun it, it looked cool but horizon forbidden west i still feel is gonna be a game that i'm just gonna wait on it's not gonna be a day one for me i think i'm just gonna wait but I'm glad they're continuing the series, and it looks like they're improving on the things I had problems with in the first game. Again, I'm not saying the first game was garbage. If you loved it, that's awesome. I ju- it just didn't click with me, but it is still an interesting franchise that I do want to keep seeing, and I think it's one of the better Guerrilla games that they've made compared to the other titles they've made. Killzone has been fine, but I've never cared enough to complete a Killzone. But yeah, um... But uh, no, like, yeah, I, I think I agree. You know, like we always talk about we want to see new games and we want to see new experiences. And I think Horizon Zero Dawn was a fucking great example of a new game, whether it was for you or for me or like whether we got into it or not. It's still, you know, I think it has a 100 percent valid. Uh, it's got a right to be around. You know what I mean? And people mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Um some of the funnest parts of that game for me weren't even the story. It was just like the hunting and doing yeah. crazy stuff like that. It was really, really good. And I mm-hmm. felt like, like I said, um, there's a lot of stuff in that game that excites me to see if they go further along and like make things even better. Like, yeah. I, it's definitely a game where like, you know, and again, by no means is it bad. It was universally yeah. praised. It's mm-hmm. a great, you know, and it's just, you know, I think, for me, you know, like I think with YouTube, but for me, it came out at a time where I was maybe a little burned out in games. So I really mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, and I think, like you said, I think, um, I think Breath of the Wild was out at the run that yeah, same time. Right? I wish yeah, I didn't so it was play like Breath there was the stuff first. There was stuff already yeah. out. So, you know, it was crowded. Um, but yeah, I mean, I look forward to whatever they have, you know, to come. And, you know, I think they've shown that, you know, they have the tools to make a great game mm-hmm. and they generally do a good job you know whether it's killzone or whatever they like you said they do a good job yeah oh dude hands down i'll I'd, i'll play horizon forbidden west over i'm uh, fucking days gone a lot of stuff too. yeah i know like days gone <laughs> too if they're like hey for them not to make a days gone too you have to play horizon forbidden west but it's a hundred dollars i'd be like 
here's my hundred dollars. I'll play this shit <laughs> instead of you guys making a fucking Days Gone to fuck that game. Pro was listed on Amazon Mexico, which is constantly leaking certain game announcements ahead of time, and then got quickly taken off the Amazon Mexico website. Now we're blaming the Mexicans. <laughs> and then uh, Bloomberg put out information saying that it looks like it's coming out this year that Nintendo is gearing up for a September to November release. And that the game is the console is going to be more than your standard two ninety nine price might be a bit more, and it will be phasing out the standard Switch and replacing it with this new Switch. It's expected that Nintendo will be announcing this before E three, but so far there has not been any information. For all we know, it probably already got announced before this episode comes out, but it hasn't as the time of this recording. But gentlemen, hearing this information, what do you guys think? Um, me personally, it don't. I know, Joe, do you don't any... give a fuck about getting a new Switch. I know that. Yeah, that's pretty much how I feel. Like for me, uh, uh, a four, like a four K Switch or whatever. Um, I don't know. I'm good. Like I don't. <laughs> I know what I want to play. And, you know, outside of there being exclusives mm -hmm. that make me go, oh, fuck, I can't play this and this. That would probably be the only reason why I would maybe, you know, like, get get one. But, you know, I mean, for me, uh, doesn't really do nothing for me, personally. I think hearing that but this cool. might, the rumored about this being phased out and replacing the standard makes me think that there won't be any exclusives. That just some games will just look and perform a Maybe a bit. For all we know, the, the performance improvements will be so little or huge to where you're like, you know what? If you have a regular Switch, this is going to run like dog shit. If you have a fucking Pro, it's going to run really yeah. well. But it's not, not playable on your old one, but it's going to kind of suck. I don't think we're going to have any, this is the Pro, this is the Pro exclusive only for Pro. I don't think they're going to do that. Hearing if this, if the rumors are true that it's phasing it out, I don't think they would do that because they, you know, they wouldn't phase that out and not give you the option for the other one or give you the option of only getting a light. But I don't know. That's my guess on that. Beto? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've, I'm, I'm on the same page with Joe. Like, if I feel like if, uh, if I, I mean, I guess if I have the money and if it's available, I, I might get it. But I'm cool with just having the switch that I don't use that much right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't touched it at all. Even mm -hmm. Pokemon snap still in the wrapper. So oh. I haven't, I haven't been touching. How it, many, so. you have a few switch games on this in this uh, wrapper, huh? But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It just depends on, on, I mean, 
if Zelda comes out that that same time, maybe I'll mm-hmm. I'll get uh, the upgraded version. But other than that, I'm cool with the one I have. Yeah. I've been waiting for a Switch Pro for the past two years, and I'm Why? ready to get this because I just want. I like the idea of my games performing better. Like being like this past year, getting into modding things, getting into performance of games and games that could perform better. Like you playing your games, like PS4 games on a PS5, and the improvements of either running at 60 frames, a better frame rate, or better resolution. I tend to like that a lot if I could have something that will have a game perform better now not every game is going to have that it's not going to magically make every game on the switch completely better and not even every game on the ps uh, ps4 that's on ps5 is gonna run better but having that option having that improvement i like that especially if it's true that it's going to upscale it some type of way on a 4k tv to look better uh, I'm going to like that because even even playing a game on my 4K TV at 1080, there's a lot of Switch games on there that look really good. But there are other ones where like, oh, man, it could this game could benefit from looking a bit better, maybe running a bit better. But I'm being realistic in this, and I honestly do feel that whatever the Switch Pro is going to be, it's going to be so such a small improvement. But I want that. I'm kind of a whore for that type of this if i know it runs better i want it you know that's it it's pretty much how where i fall in that you're definitely a whore oh yeah i'm always a whore there's no doubt about that Mm -hmm. now gentlemen we are coming up on e3 2021 last year was a different type of e3 due to the pandemic but this year, it seems like it's kind of getting back into gear somewhat. We're going to have our usual Summer Games Fest by Jeff Keighley, but we're also having E3 this year. And this is the schedule. And I'm going to go through it real quick of what's going to be happening. Starting on Saturday, June 12th, there's going to be a Ubisoft Ford, also a Gearbox Entertainment then on Sunday, June 13th, we're going to have the Xbox and Bethesda showcase, meaning that we're going to get not one, but double the amount of people yelling at every announcement at the Xbox slash Bethesda keynote. Also, Square Enix Presents is also on Sunday. Starting Monday, June 14th, we're going to have the Capcom and Take-Two Interactive. Tuesday, June 15th, we're going to have the Nintendo Direct and Treehouse Live. Bandai Namco, and Thursday, July 22nd, is going to be EA Play Live. That seems to be the schedule for a E3, around E3. So far, at the time of this recording, there's no information about PlayStation having anything going on during that week that could change. But so far, PlayStation has been a no-show for the past two E3s. But we might get something from them. Again, at the time of this recording, there has not been any announcements on Sony's plans during that week. So, what I wanted to do, guys, is being this E3, what are you guys looking forward to? From Microsoft, from Nintendo, and, you know, for all we know, even PlayStation, even though they might not do anything, what are you wanting from the big three? 
for me, it's um, I want everybody to follow Nintendo's trend of announcing a game and releasing it within like the fucking three to six months of its announcement. Oh, yeah. I love when Nintendo's Nintendo's been doing that, and it's been fucking awesome. So I hope they kind of follow their lead because it's it's been it's been fun seeing that because I I love that that uh, announcement like it's a it's a setup and a delivery yeah that's yeah, all that I, that's really simple i hope a lot of people <laughs> i i definitely can go um for me um i'd say this year more than anything i think i'm looking forward to the microsoft bethesda conference because i want to see what they're releasing and i mm. want to see some you know like I mean, I don't even know if you can call them exclusives anymore, but I mean, obviously I want to hear about Halo. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. So mm -hmm. that'll be interesting to hear about, number one. Um, and I want to see what Bethesda's got on the, you know, on the docket, like what they got, what they're working on. I know there's some stuff, there's some titles that they do have and, you know, their portfolio is huge. So that's going to be fun to see what they got going on. Um, as far as Sony goes, um... Oh, nothing. I mean, for me, obviously, you know, just more games, stuff like that. And then Nintendo, you know, hopefully we see, uh, you know, maybe a surprise here. There. Maybe that punch out game you're always talking about, Jesse. <laughs> huh? Huh? It's going to fucking happen, Joe. Right, and you're going to eat your fucking words. And it's going to look so good that you're going to be like, dude, you know what? You're right. I am so sorry. And you're going to cry. You're gonna you know fucking just, cry, dude. You know, even if even if that's true, and I like it that much, just because of how you built it up, I'm gonna tell you it's the shittiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm sorry. It's gonna look so good. You're gonna. You're play, not even gonna be able to play, say that without hating yourself. And I will play that part till the day I die. Even if you like Joe, you're playing like you just played like. You just you got 150 hours on t on punch out and I'm like I know dude it's a piece of shit I'll just keep it <laughs> I'll stop and I'd be like I know it just I I'm in shock at how bad this game is I need to replay it to, mm -hmm. yeah I'll just I'm gonna I'll write that one all the way so my grave my grave will be like man that punch out game really sucked <laughs> so I'm gonna throw out some stuff to you guys and I want I want to get your opinions on it because this has been stuff I've been thinking about for E3 and and what I, I mean I could talk about what I think but I I'll, I really want to know what you guys think so I'm going to throw this out to you in questions okay let's start off with the the Xbox and, and Bethesda what is X what does Microsoft need to do to sell Halo can Halo can Halo wow us what do they need to do to make Halo wow us is it possible Yes, I, I think it really boils down to getting to the heart of the original games. Less of the whole... It, they started to tell a story. And I think with the fourth one, it was, you know, like, it was, it was working. Um, and then, like, something happened. Like, yeah, they do that fifth... Like, I always looked at the fifth one as it was like their, um, in their mind, I think they saw it as their Empire Strikes Back in a way. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it just was really, really fucking bad. Like, it was shit. <laughs> they need to get back to the heart of, like, you know, I, I really think what would help them is standalone games. 
don't give me this long-winded fucking it's just part of a new trilogy it's a whole did it just make a standalone good game it's been done before and 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 to varying degrees of success but like you know like you have the original halo you know halo 2 um you know i wasn't a huge fan of three mm-hmm. but uh you know four reach to me was a fucking great example i thought reach was fucking great you know um so just you know don't worry about this fucking gigantic world and making this fucking you know just make a great game make a good looking game um make a game that runs well and make multiplayer you know make it make it fun bring it back that halo 2 level of fun i don't think it's that difficult thing that i don't i mean i'm not saying it's easy but it's like you know if you use that as your core ideals you should be able to make a really good game you know it's it seems like lately they've been so hit and miss a lot of these halos you know uh not for nothing i wasn't the biggest fan of the third one and, and i really wasn't but i mean it, it's not that it's bad or nothing like that but like you know it's always been like that mm-hmm. and you know don't make that's the thing too make a halo game don't make halo the call of duty beater or the call of call of duty yeah the, the call of duty killer don't make halo the fucking uh you know the rainbow six fucking equal any of that shit make halo people you know there's you have a hardcore fan base and you have a lot of people that know halo that like Halo. just you know you turned them off with the last one you gotta you gotta turn it back around and just make a good fucking halo game don't over and you know in a lot of ways and i feel like that that's why i probably where, where they've made so many mistakes this this uh go around and what things happen is don't overthink it you know what i mean mm-hmm. sometimes you just go so fucking big or you get so grandiose with your ideas that it's like yeah this isn't gonna work I hope that's what they're doing. I could be totally fucking wrong. And this could be the next game of a five-part fucking game series. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So who knows? I I haven't played a Halo game since like three or four. I think four was the last one I played. Oh, uh, so dude, really, you're missing out with five. I <laughs> I got no, really, no real input. But something that I'd like to see is like, um, they should, I've, I, it would be awesome because it was for three when they released the multiplayer, uh, just the multiplayer stuff for just as a teaser. Mm-hmm. Remember when they did that before Halo 3 came out? Yeah. I'd like to see that just just kind of to wet people's beaks, but that's really, I don't, I, I really got nothing else. Do, do you think that works now with betas coming out so frequently? Do you think that uh, has I, the same impact think, anymore? Yeah, I guess, I guess, I don't know. Cause that's Maybe what, not like, release a beta, but release the that. Cause I remember, dude. I still I remember that feeling of like, Halo. You get to play the multiplayer this early if you have Crackdown. Like that feeling. Yeah. I've never, like kids are so used to that shit now that I'm yeah. like, you don't yeah, know how that feeling it. was. Like being so excited and staying up till three in the morning and the servers didn't work and just <laughs> I fell asleep waiting for it to connect and I just knocked out for like three hours and it still wasn't working. But yeah. like when I finally got to play around, it was so, like. Like it's such a high, you know. You just got such a high. It was exciting, and now like betas or or alphas or whatever are so commonplace that it's a given, you know. Yeah. And I know what you mean, but I don't know if you can get that anymore. Yeah, that's I, I forgot about betas because I, I don't really fuck with the, the yeah with the beta since Destiny. Destiny kind of fucked it up. Like it was fun, <laughs> but it kind of like it overdid it, so it made me not like them. Uh-huh. 
So yeah, hey, I, I don't know. Maybe if they just release, I don't know. Yeah, the kids <laughs> nowadays are. Just, I won't do snow, and then like, they'll get over it like really quick if there's yeah. nothing else to it. Or and they just they go. A fucking Fortnite sucks, but then that's all they play, and then you're like, "Well, that's play something play. else." Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like, if, if I already beat it, and, and this is I all mean, I got. But the, there's there was the same people that were complaining about Call of Duty with like True. The previous generations that were like, "Oh, Call of Duty sucks." No, it's the same thing, but we still mm-hmm. buy it. Mm-hmm. Madden fucking sucks. <laughs> it's the same thing, but we still buy it. Yeah, and, and you kind of mentioned this, Joe. You already kind of brought it mm-hmm. up, but do you think there is a way? for halo to be back and on top multiplayer wise or do you think it's you kind of mentioned joe like don't try to yeah uh, uh no, compete I, with I, call I of duty think... but do you think it's even possible no it's not and that's the thing that's what, that you're just setting yourself up for for failure and you're and you're setting yourself up to alienate your fan base in my opinion the loyal fan base and a, a sizable fan base that is you know waiting to play this yeah um by making too many changes to go that cod route don't do that it's not what it is and you know there is a still there's a listen you're probably not going to do call of duty numbers so just just fucking forget about that yeah but you can still build on the games that you have and build it off of the legacy that you have and make something really really fucking good and you can build you don't have to be the game that it's just like i'll buy it once in a while like halo oh yeah i remember that let me buy it no, you know, like there's I think they've made some mistakes here and there to where the series has become that, you know, like people are like, well, it's not it's not you want to make that game and that series. You know, if anything, position yourself as that alternate as the other thing. Yeah, we're not we're not Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. We're this. We're a great campaign. We make a great we have a great story mode, which admittedly Call of Duty almost never has. And we do Halo multiplayer. That's what we do, you know? And, and I think a lot of times that's what you want and that's all you need. And I hope they realize that, you know? Because, like, look, tomorrow if you and I went to go play fucking Halo 2 multiplayer, I guarantee you we'd have fucking fun. Yeah. And I haven't played that shit in, in years. I haven't, you know, I, I haven't, I have it on the Master Chief Collection as part of the Game Pass, but I haven't played it. But I'm like, I know that if tomorrow I go and jump in that, I'm going to have fun. Because mm-hmm. it was always fun. It's, Is it know, fixed? Dude, it they're still they're still updating it at, to this day. <laughs> yeah, they, but I they mean, updated it's not Halo broken. One. They updated Halo One. It's not broken though anymore. It's not but anymore. It like, took it took seven years, but yeah. Because I know sorry, me personally I get a, right now. I, I get annoyed when I see. I'm sorry, I get annoyed when I see Xbox Series X always saying, "Oh, updating Halo Master Chief Collection." I'm like, "Oh, another thirty gigs? Okay." Forty games, Jesse. It's like I get it. Play? I get it. But Jesus fucking Christ! No, but, when is a game finished? Uh, it, it just. But like I said, like it's a. Um, like yeah, if I have the choice, you know, if I'm gonna play multiplayer or something, do I want to play Call of Duty multiplayer or whatever? Or would I rather play a fun Halo? I'd be like, I probably. I'd, I think I'd pick Halo more times than not. Yeah. For me, like when it comes to Halo, for this new one. Because it had such a bad showing last year because they had to mm-hmm. delay it. This this Halo, Microsoft just needs to impress. They can't not impress because already everyone's already ready to shit on it. Regardless if you're a fan or someone who's anti-Xbox or whatever. We're, we're all fans of games. We just want a good game. We want a good Halo game. I want a good Halo game. 
but don't give us a fucking trailer and that's yeah. it. Like a, a, a that, movie trailer and that's that, it either. That's why they need to impress with this. They need to impress. They have to come in. They have to come in guns blazing or needlers blazing, and just like it has to visually look impressive. It has to. I think it has to. You have to experience something you've never experienced in a Halo, and I'm not saying like anything too crazy, but we have to be left with like, whoa, that's fucking Halo. I can't wait to play this game because it's just kind of unfair. It's it's put in an unfair position that it needs to be impressive, you know. And I think it's a lot. I think that the that team is under a lot of pressure. Like if they don't, if people are gonna complain about this new whatever they show, it just sucks. Like I think it's already, you know, I don't know. I feel bad for it, but they do. It's like they have to. They have to impress. Mm -hmm. They can't. They can't. And that's what sucks. They're they're up against the wall, and and I feel bad for the team, but they they need to impress. What about Bethesda? What do you guys think? Do you think we'll see some stuff from whatever the next Fallout or Elder Scrolls is? Um, with this being the first time we're going to have both of these showcases together because Microsoft purchased them, this is the first time they're together as an Xbox company. What does Bethesda need to do too? I feel like if they just show a trailer, it's really pointless. Um... Really? I think their focus is going to be on that new one. What is it, like Star? Oh, yeah, Starfield a, a, new, a new series, right? Yeah, I think that should really, honestly, like if it's, as, if it's a good game or if that's what they're trying to push, that's what they need to really focus on. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I personally don't want to know about a Fallout that's coming out in like three fucking years. Yeah. Or two or three years from now. And, or, or an Elder Scrolls, if that's what it's going to take. But if you have a game like Starfield that, like, hey, it's coming out later this year, Hell, even at E3, if you're like, hey, coming in the beginning of 2022, and it's a little, that's a little further than I want, but you show gameplay, then I'm like, cool, just show that then, you know, make that your focus, because people will be there for Fallout and people will be there for Elder Scrolls, but this is the chance for something new to get some traction, so show that. I agree with you. Like, it'd be cool to, to see uh, something new from that, but I mean, since they announced uh, what was it, the Elder Scroll, there was just like a really quick, shitty CGI. Like it was just the landscape that they showed. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, they show more on the new one because um, I, I I feel like I don't know, Bethesda lately hasn't had a the best track record, but with a good uh, follow up to to Skyrim, I think I think they might uh, might bounce back with that. So I'm it's just really hopeful hopeful uh, thinking for me because I. I love Skyrim so much, so I'm hoping that they that they uh, continue making another great game. But I want I want Microsoft to go for blood. I want them. I know Microsoft's strategy. I know what they do. Everything with Game Pass, acquiring studios. I want them to come in with Bethesda properties and be like, "Yo." And announce it there. I want him to, to play dirty and be like, yo, Elder Scrolls, the new Elder Scrolls, here's the gameplay trailer. And it's gameplay trailer. And at the end of the trailer, it says, only on the Xbox consoles. Bitch. Hey, next, here's the Fallout trailer gameplay. Only 
on Xbox consoles. And then the bottom it says PC because, you know, they'll do that. And then Doom. And this bitch is only... Doom, it, the game's going to be called Doom, this bitch. Is only on <laughs> Xbox consoles. Also on PC, you know? I want them to go for blood and be like, you can only get these games on our consoles. Yeah. Because I want there to be a competition and I want that to happen for Microsoft because I want them to do well. I want them to do something crazy, which they bought this studio. And I want them to just kind of have people go like, dude, now I want an Xbox. I want that because everyone has PS5s. And again, people have Xboxes. But now I want people to, that have PS5s to be like, dude, now I need an Xbox. Yeah. You know? But Microsoft is a company. Looking at their history, looking at what they've done, they're more about, hey, we own this, but we're going to also have it on PlayStation consoles as well. Maybe a downgrade, downgrade, downgraded port on Switch. Maybe not all titles, but some. And they might do a thing where even if they announce, hey, Fallout or, or uh, Elder Scrolls Kyrim. Or Doom the Bad Bitch. You know, that that will be out on Xbox first for the first year. And then later on PS5. I don't even want that. But I see Microsoft doing that. And I don't want that. I want them to play dirty and just say, only on our console, bitches. Buy an Xbox for here. Or buy the little Roku or google chrome app and download our service to play it on there too you're still playing it on their app but you get what i'm saying i want them to play dirty but with how microsoft is as a company and i know how they are and it's not a bad thing they're gonna probably have it for multiple consoles and i get that but i just want them to play dirty because i want them to do really well that's what i want from them what what do you guys think of that i don't know did you hear? Did you hear? Uh, Jesse couldn't say the word downgrade because the word upgrade is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this real quick. I'll leave. I know, I'll make it quick. Um, I'm just. I think there is a possibility, and I think you know you're right. Like Microsoft has every right to you know. I think most of the games that they release, they should, that if they want to go multi-platform, sure they can. Um, but I think yeah, I think there should be some big things that they should just keep for them. Like yeah, this is gonna be our exclusive. You know. Yes, um, here's Fallout, you know, or something like that, or, or like, yeah, like here, Fallout will be the multi-platform game, but Skyrim will be our exclusive, something like that, you know, like, or one of the two, or even Starfield, it's a brand new game, be like, yep, you know what, Starfield's exclusive to Xbox, and everyone's like, oh, shit, and maybe, you know, they're like, you know, we're gonna be cool about this, we're gonna be nice, we're gonna give, because people, are, you know, everyone wants to play Fallout and Skyrim, we're gonna give that to everybody, you know, if you're PlayStation fans, you'll be able to play it. Mm-hmm. Starfield is ours and also upcoming soon this game ours you know they should they should make a concerted effort to make new IPs exclusive to them mm-hmm. and then leave this the IPs that are already out there they those can go multi yeah. sure because they have a shitload of studios and they have the ability to make new IPs and you know as great as another doom would be it's still another doom and I'm not knocking doom I love those games but you know leave the multi-platform shit for games that are already established and that they go and you know they should focus on you know new ips that they can make exclusives yeah yeah and i feel that's what they're gonna do and i don't think that's wrong i just want microsoft to just kind of pull something where everyone goes oh i can't believe they did that and again i i know that that 
whatever Elder Scrolls is going to be, the the place to play it is going to be on Xbox because they'll probably have some extra stuff. Like, oh, no, on Xbox, you'll be able to do this. You'll be able to do the modding stuff, you know, download mods and shit. Because PlayStation doesn't allow that, but I know Microsoft does. And it'll probably be like, hey, our version is going to be better and have these extras, you know? We'll probably see something like that. But again, I just, I, I want, I want them, I don't know. I just really, every year, man, every, ever since we've done this fucking podcast, we've always said we want Microsoft to have the best showing at E3 or any event. And sometimes they have really good ones, but it's not the, you know, the, the showstoppers like Nintendo or PlayStation has had over the years. And don't get me wrong, PlayStation and Nintendo have had some stinkers, but they've had more if you want to call them wins when it comes to showcases than Microsoft has had, you know, I just want that. I want one year for us to all be, you know, Microsoft had it. And there have been years where we have gone, oh, Microsoft was better. Well, just because all of it wasn't great and there's just edged it out by a bit. You know, I want it to be, I don't know, spectacular or something. I don't know. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Nintendo's been quiet with a lot of things when it comes to game announcements this past year. What are we expecting from Nintendo? Are we expecting finally announced stuff like the Breath of the Wild sequel? Will we hear about Bayonetta 3, Joe, Bethel? Will we hear about Metroid 4? Will we get some surprises? All that stuff. And also, when they announce Punch-Out, how excited will you be? Uh, not. I'll answer this quickly because I'm tired. Uh, no, not going to be excited about it, even if it's a release. And as far as what were the other things again? Breath of the Wild and all that stuff? Yeah, Breath of the uh, Wild, like stuff we've been waiting for. Breath of the Wild, Metroid 4, Bayonetta 3. Are we finally going to get some information on that? Hopefully, letting us know that they're going to release it in about, like Bethel said, like four, three, four months. I'll be more, I'll be excited if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, they're all cool games. Uh, I think Metroid would be the one for me where I'm like, I would actually be a little pumped for. But, you know, as far as Bayonetta 3 or um, Breath of the Wild 2, that's cool too. I'm not saying it's not. I just, I think I'd be more pumped because we haven't played a Metroid game in a long time. So I feel like that would be where I would be most um, excited about. Yeah, I feel like they really need to, they need to show something because I, I mean, what's the last... I don't know. I can't even remember the last thing that was big that they announced uh, other than Pokemon Snap. But, uh, yeah, I feel like they, they really need to to have a good showing with, like, uh, whatever, an update for for uh, the Breath of the Wild sequel. Uh, I would love to see something, something new like that. I mean, not new, but more, uh, I guess, gameplay footage of that. Um, anything anything really like because i feel like yeah nintendo's been pretty pretty dormant lately Mm -hmm. and 
and right now still up in the air maybe playstation won't announce anything at the time of this recording they're not having anything during the time of e3 but what about playstation what are you guys looking forward from them honestly right now top of my head, i got nothing no yeah. I mean, i'm sure they'll show some cool stuff but i mean i got like i mean i think unanimously because there's not They've already announced games by the time, like, we're already going to get the Ratchet and Clank, Returnals come out, we got some yeah. newer games, but I think I think it's safe to say all of us feel we just want something for PS5. We want the next, we want announcements of games only on PS5, surprises, things that are coming, things that are coming for our new console that we've already had for yeah, more than six IPs, months. Give us man. Yeah. Give us some new shit. Yeah. If, more than anything, give us new shit. There's again, nothing wrong with old shit too. I yeah. mean, we get a lot of sequels, but that's fine, and those mm -hmm. those are cool. But like, no, give us some new shit. Yeah. And again, this is if they have any type of announcements during E3. But yeah, um, yeah, pretty much that's the end of our conversation on E3 and the end of the show. But before we go, ladies and gentlemen, us talking about E3 and E3 being a week away. Just to let you, listeners, you, dedicated listeners, know that we will be continuing our E3 coverage during the week of E3. We're not going to have our regular Wednesday episode of the show because we will be having many episodes throughout the week. Now, there isn't a set schedule. We might have one Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. It, maybe even one on a Sunday. Maybe it could be Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday and not a Thursday, it's going to be up in the air, but follow the Instagram, follow our Twitter. We will announce when an episode is out. We will be putting up episodes right when we're done making them. Uh, they're going to be small, short episodes about our opinion on that day of what they announce and the things that have been happening. They're going to be quick, fast. They could be small, short, depending on what's going on. There's huge surprises. It'll probably be a huge episode. We don't know, but don't worry. You're still going to get your slice of E3 and third-party controller podcast that week with multiple episodes from us, the boys at third-party controller. Look forward to that. Follow us. Check up on us. We will be having the E3 goodness for you on the week of E3. So... That's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lera with... Beto Esparza. And... Jormers. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Do you have a, do you have a Madden match right now, Joe? Huh? Do you have a Madden match? I have one. Yeah, I want to get it over with right now. Madden. All right, get it going. All right, guys. I'll talk to All you right. later. Later, bro. Hey,
I knew that's why that bitch was rushing us. Because he wanted to play some Madden. <laughs> Fucking slut. <laughs> However, the phone worked. It made you double burp. <laughs> it sounded funny. <laughs>